0: Welcome back. Nothing important, Matt Reyes. How are you? How are you? I'm high. (laughs) I hit the little doobie, you know what I'm saying? Smoking a little bit of Buddha. It's not bad, you know what I mean? I'm actually coming up on a little break. I am a daddy. I love being a daddy. It's one of the most beautiful things that's ever happened to me in this in this life. It's almost like I was reborn when my daughter came around and my heart opened up to a place that I, I don't think it's ever been opened before. I just love differently. I see the planet differently. I have hope for the future. I have hope for humanity. I know on this podcast, I probably don't reflect it a lot. <laughs> but honestly and truly, you know, everything considered... I don't judge as harshly as I as I did before. I I do so for the podcast to give different like angles and to make jokes and this and that, but I actually do see humanity growing in a way that is ultimately positive. I think the reality of nature is brutal. And so, when we see all these things happen, we can just keep on pointing fingers at different individuals. This person's evil, that person's evil, this is bad, you know, this is not good. All, all these different mentalities that people like to adopt. You look at the big picture of everything, it's just a river that's flowing. It's a beautiful fucking river that's flowing. And you can be in that river going down that, that rapid, and you can be screaming, and you can be terrified and upset, and maybe get some cuts and some bruises, or see some things that are bad, or you could embrace the moment, because that's what life is, life is really a moment that will pass, and so while we're here, while I'm here in my motherfucking canoe, whitewater rafting, metaphorically, I'm gonna do some, I'll do so with some appreciation, I will, you know, I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it, man. Um, man, some good. This some decent weed. I'm in Atlanta, so I got to go to like a fucking smoke shop where they sell tobacco and CBD products, and I, I just got to talk to the guy for like two minutes before he gives me the okay on the shit that he knows is really going to get me high. I go in there, and I can't just go walk up to the guy and be like, yo, let me get some, you know, what you got to get me high? He's immediately going to be like, oh, no, we don't do that. We don't do that. So I go in there and i am like, oh, it says CBD up there. He's like, yes, CBD products over here. And I was like, okay, CBD, but what level of THC is in those? He's like, well, we have CBD. Those are like products to help you with whatever the fuck people take CBD for. And then there is THC, uh, CBD dominant um, strains that I guess you can have that's decriminalized. I, I think that's still pretty illegal though, right? I don't know. I don't know in Atlanta, you know, I'm, but he got this joint. And the way he kind of works around the law is that he the, the joint is packed with this hybrid CBD, THC, marijuana. Not super strong, but he got like fucking wax on the outside of that bitch. And that's what gets you high, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm enjoying myself right now. I am enjoying myself. Just thinking about life. Thinking about the beauty of life and trying to master... Being in the moment and appreciating everything that comes with life—it's so important because a lot of times in these moments where you may think change is coming, transition, um, people brace for pain, and that is because people think they're fucking fortune tellers. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Even if you got the fucking gift of having a crystal ball, you a psychic, you can your dreams tell you the future. Whatever the fuck is going on with you. Ladies and gentlemen, there's still mystery to be had. We You don't see it clearly. Nobody sees anything in the future cr- clearly. Financial forecasters, people who, you know what I'm saying, bet on FTX. And that guy saying Bankman Free just fucked all of you. Nobody can see these things coming. You know what I'm saying? Maybe some of us. But, you know, not everybody can predict 100%. And, uh... I got to think about that shit, man. I'm like... You got to embrace the now. Not brace for pain. Not... Assume you... I I believe in... Visualizing the end. I believe in that. I believe in visualizing the goal accomplished. I truly do. I believe in putting in consistent work and energy toward whatever you want to accomplish in this life. But not... To try to determine so rigidly the route that is gonna get you to that place that you wanna be. So I feel like life is so random and perceived to all five sensory experience so chaotic that it's very difficult to try to piece together every fucking step. You know, people who try to like predict every fucking next step and plan out for every and count for everything, I think those people are miserable. I think those people are miserable. And I think some of those people get to achieve what they set out to because they have qualities like hard work and diligence and maybe talent. But live life in a flow and, you know, let the opportunities come to you. That's what I think. And that's where I'm at right now. In my life is really like getting high. And, no, <laughs> I said all that and I, I was going to start talking about, you know, I'm, I'm getting high because I, I got a little vacation ahead of me. My girl's flying out with my baby in the morning. That got, that makes dads nervous a little bit. You know? I'm grateful for the motherfucking break. I am grateful for the break, but I always get those, like, anxieties. I'm not going to be around my child. and it's, it's that just paternal instinct. I think I'm a fucking lion in the wild. And if anybody looks at my child, I could just bite them in their fucking jugular. You know what I mean? It's that primal thing that happens. But... You know, I know everything's gonna be fine. It's just, it's also, you know, I'm gonna miss her. I'm gonna miss her, man. Getting emotional. Um, but it's a beautiful thing. I appreciate it. Little jealous. I don't, I can't go with them to New York this time, but my daughter's about to go enjoy herself, man. And she's at an age where it's just like she's she's so observant. She's so aware of things, and it's incredible. So that's that's kind of the biggest like Issue that I take with this like, She's going to see this city that I'm, I'm in Fucking love with, I have a deep Romance with New York City I have a deep romance with this city And she's gonna go Witness and get her first Downloads of what This place that means so much to me Is and I'm not gonna be there to like see her reactions Of like, you know what I'm saying Skyscrapers and Cars honking and you know, large crowds of people and a homeless guy jerking off in the train. I don't get to see all that. I don't get to see my, my child affected the way I was affected growing up, you know? I'm gonna miss it this time. I mean, she's only, she's not even two years old yet. She's probably not gonna remember shit. I like to think that makes an impact on the child, at least building their psycho psyche or whatever the fuck. I'm I'm not a neuroscientist. I don't fucking know. Um <laughs> You read shit, you watch shit, you become a professional. That's 2022, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a pro. I'm a motherfucking pro. You know? Talking about professionals, man. Talking about motherfucking professionals. All you motherfuckers in Silicon Valley, you robot-making incels. What are you doing? No. I'm, I'm cool with the technology. I get down with the get down. The judicial system... Congress, executive branch, that's where I have a little problem, politics, Um, even localized politics, San Francisco, another city that I have romance with, it's not New York, New York is, is my baby mom's, you know what I'm saying, New York is, I've been ups and downs, greatest and worst memories of my life, New York City. San Francisco is that joint that you was with, you know what I'm saying? Maybe for a couple months that you know you shouldn't have been with, and it wasn't love, but it, it felt so good that maybe you, you tried to lie to yourself like it was love. That was San Francisco. It was just a joint on the side, you know what I'm saying? San Francisco was sweet. I enjoyed myself, and they're ruining that goddamn city as well. They're ruining that city as well. What is it about this modern era where we have to swing the pendulum to either extreme? San Francisco I I felt really bad for during the pandemic and post pandemic because they were one of these cities that I guess decriminalized or de uh, they they made it not a felony if you shoplift under 900 bucks and what that did it was just kind of like incentivize criminals to go and be very bold because of everything that was happening politically in the country they thought the answer to curve police brutality on the black community was to let homeless people rob a CVS in San Francisco. You know what I'm saying? I don't really get the logic. They could have handled it in the courts. Meaning every time a white officer, black officer, Hispanic officer brutalizes and murders somebody, we act like logical adults and we sentence that individual without the whole dramatic Time for public speculation. Just immediately, you did this. This is obviously fucking horrific. It's caught on camera. You go to jail for life, sir. You go to jail for life. And that would stop and curve police brutality. Because police would know that there was a problem. That there was a consequence at the end of the line. But that's not what we do. What we do is we create a fucking media storm. After somebody gets brutalized by a cop or murdered by a police officer. And what follows that marching, organizations, uh, just like FTX. FTX, Black Lives Matter, not very different. <laughs> not very different, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Same school of motherfucking thought. One guy was selling a dream, the other one was selling freedom. Right? And they, they both ran away with the motherfucking money. Except I got, I got to give props for like an incredible implosion. You know, Conspiracy theory 9-11 uh, Bombs in the building Demolition level explosion FTX had Legendary Legendary <laughs> How you make that many billions of dollars just go poof Magic trick You know what I'm saying? David Blaine, Chris Angel Are ringing this motherfucker's phone off the goddamn I don't know what you ring a phone off of But you get it They're calling him Because they want to know how to do magic tricks like that It was incredible He made all that money disappear Not the point Uh, The point of it is pendulums swinging to either extreme. Now San Francisco to try to fix the problem that they created by tying police officers' hands behind their backs and all these, you know, poor people in a very expensive San Francisco robbing the shit out of the public and vandalizing and homeless growing to curb that. uh, They've I guess they knocked on the doors of those very wealthy tech billionaires In San Francisco and they said Can you cook something up for us To clean up these streets And the nerdy motherfucker said Well we don't have morality We just believe in fucking transcendence We want to just upload everybody's consciousness We don't care about right or wrong So what we're going to do is we're going to supply you With a fleet of robots That have now been legally pushed To It's essentially like Robocops Have a license to kill That's what the fuck is going on now I don't know if it's fully legalized in San Francisco, but I think it's going through the legal process where they can have robots in the street that if the robot is who's operated by a police officer determines an individual is dangerous, that robot can legally kill a person. Man, there's a lot to unpack in that bitch. That's (laughs) sci-fi fantasy meets real life. It's incredible. It's literally RoboCop. I'm pitching a movie. RoboCop, A License to Kill. Great title. You fill in the motherfucking blank. All you got to do is just watch the news. They got the robots. You see the crime in San Francisco. It's going to be a war against, you know, gangs in San Francisco versus robots. It's going to be an incredible blockbuster. It's a hit, right? Um... <laughs> it's the worst movie I did I've ever heard. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, it's just so many, it's just so much to impact. I don't even want to think about that, like, morally or... It's just wild shit. It's wild shit. But that's the time we live in, ladies and gentlemen. We live in a time where we solve problems without nuance, without uh, thought or expertise. It's just one broad stroke versus another. You know what I mean? One huge problem one huge general solution nothing is really inspected at its root and taken care of and i think you know society we 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 gotta we gotta move toward looking at things in a different angle we gotta look at things in a different angle because these things i mean do they they solve problems i guess they solve problems i guess I mean, we, in the short term, yes. But all it does is is, it, is really just sweeping shit under a carpet and create. I, I believe in energy so much. I think it just creates the atmosphere for an explosion in the future. So for right now, do I think, you know, people in San Francisco, once the robots start coming out and shoot a couple niggas, like, <laughs> are people going to cool off with the crime? Absolutely. Absolutely, they will. But during, you know over a long term that would probably breed some more resentment, some more conditions for crime. It's just gonna the energy is gonna manifest itself in another way. I saw even in New York City, which I was kind of like oh about this one, they are attempting to try to fix the homeless issue in New York, humongous issue. New York City needs to be saved. <laughs> it is the greatest city. My daughter's about to head over there. that's a part of my 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 anxiety. I don't want anybody trying to any crazy homeless person trying to fight my my under two year old daughter and shit like that is happening right but how are they they trying to fix it they' now like I guess you could call in there was this funny thing that happened a couple of years ago in New York It was like they were incentivizing snitching. They were telling people you download this app you could see if a car is illegally parked, meaning they didn't pay the meter. Or they're in an area where you're not supposed to park. And you can report them. And you get a percentage of that motherfucking ticket. That they pay. (laughs) It's the most dickhead, weasel, cowardly, asshole fucking side gig to do. But I'm I'm sure that they made some money doing that. And um, this is similar. This is like you can report a crazy person. And (laughs) like another sci-fi movie. I guess a white van just rolls up on that homeless guy. And guys in lab coats and and COVID masks, they jump out and tie that motherfucker up and send him to the psych ward. They send him to Randall's Island. You know what I mean? Anybody who don't know, you're not from New York City. Randall's Island is where the boogeyman exists. I grew up in East Harlem on 3rd Avenue, 2 avenues away on 1st Avenue, East River. You can go to East River's beautiful boardwalk, kind of ghetto where I was at. But beautiful boardwalk where you can see right across the river... A place called Randall's Island. You could even go up on this drawbridge and walk to Randall's Island in designated hours. And my parents being a neglectful, uh, you know what I'm saying? Fighting demons, people that they were, they used to tell us horror stories about it. You know what I'm saying? Like the psychopaths would escape Randall's Island when we was on the boardwalk at nighttime. Why were we out that goddamn late? Once again neglect and that they were gonna come get us. That's what they would tell us. Um <laughs> All factual And that's what they're going to do now. They're going to pull up on homeless people with a white van, tie them up, throw them in the back of the van, send them to Randall's Island for the 2022 version of electroshock therapy or whatever the fuck they're doing to experiment on human beings. I watched tons of documentaries and I actually have somebody in my family that was a victim of that. Uh, My cousin, he's not my, he's my mother's first cousin. And I don't even know the guy's name, Uh, but his name, he... We called him Dino. Dino was his, his name, like Spanish. They was calling him Dino like dinosaur. Um, <laughs> Puerto Ricans are a little bit brutal. And Dino was a child savant. Dino was brilliant. He, with no education and with an extremely um, neglectful neglected childhood, his mother abandoned him. And he was raised by my great aunt, Anna. Now, Anna is a psycho, Satan-worshipping bitch. This bitch was crazy. Santaria, but only for black magic. She was not fucking with no type of healing or nothing like that. You know, Anna had a track record of uh, evil, evil things. And she was the one that was tasked to raise her grandson. Because the mother broke the fuck out. And so Dino didn't have it easy. But he was genetically brilliant. He... Was a a savant. He spoke multiple languages. And um, after Anna kicked him out. I think he was like 9 years old. When he he first became homeless. Um, His grandmother kicks him out. His mother abandons him. He's in the streets. He would actually uh, go around to Jewish people. Hasidic Jews. And he spoke Yiddish. He was a savant. He spoke many languages. He spoke Yiddish. And he would go to um, these Jewish guys. And... They were so impressed with him that they would feed him. And that's how he ate for years. And so time progresses. You know, he starts to deteriorate mentally. And because of the traumas in his life, the abuses that he'd gone through, and the harsh lifestyle that he had to endure being homeless at such an early age, he entered himself in as a ward of state. Ward of state is basically you sign away all of your rights to... An instit- I guess a medical institution or the, the state of New York as it pertains to research, psychological research. Um, that's what they would be getting. And what they, you know, the dream they sold this poor son of a bitch was, uh, <laughs> we're going to help you. We're going to give you therapy, baby. And uh, my mother tells me another horror story about that one where they took him and um, she, she went to go visit him. And it was in a time where they were still doing like electroshock therapy. And Dino was tied to a chair and he had some type of drug that they'd given him where he was conscious, meaning he was able to hear and respond, but something was wrong with his nervous system. It was a reaction to this drug. So his eyes were open, but completely rolled back in the back of his head and he could speak, but it was slurring his words and his mouth couldn't fully open. And he had a conversation uh, with my mom like that. She said she was deeply traumatized like that. Um <laughs> but I wonder is that what we're doing in New York City? Is that what we're gonna that's how we're gonna cure homelessness? And people k- Kung fu kicking Asian bitches onto the train tracks? We gonna do that? We're gonna go that route? What is the 2022 version of you know, what will soon be an antiquated form of torture? You know what is <laughs> What are we doing now? What's the special sauce? No, no MK Ultra anymore. They're not drugging niggas up with LSD, without their knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Coming for this this uh, research study, and dudes come to the fucking room, drink some water, and all of a sudden their dick is a daisy, they try to pluck it off their body. They're not doing that anymore. It's not the 1960s. They're not, you know, doing the 1980s, 1990s shit where they the water state electroshock therapy. I know they don't do that no more. So what's going on now? You know, lobotomies. Uh, this isn't Reddit. This is the Nothing Important Podcast. We're not going to get down that rabbit hole. We're not going to get down that rabbit hole. But that's life. That's life. And these are the ways that these cities that I love. Once again, once again, deep romances. Deep romances with New York, with San Francisco. And this is how they, they try to clean up these streets. And, you know, part of me says, I have, I have ideas where you, you don't have to... You don't have to do that, and then the other parts of me are like, man, when I go to New York, I don't want no problems. <laughs> Clean it up, baby. Lock up the crazies. That's horrible, right? That is horrible. Um, <laughs> listen, man, there's nothing like a safe New York. You know what I mean? You can go bar hopping. Enjoy yourself. You don't have to worry about getting stabbed in your fucking back. Great, great city. Great city. Enjoy some wine and then dining. it. Paint the town red, if I say so myself. Um, now, paint the town red is going to get a different connotation. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be the, the blood of crazy people in the streets. Um, all for the purpose of getting that city back to the tourist capital of the fucking globe. I'm with it. New York over everything. You got to look at the bigger picture. Do you get where I'm fucking going with this? Ladies and gentlemen, I think we're going to call that a motherfucking podcast. For anybody who's been a continue listen to Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Go on to my Instagram. Like the post. Like the reels. Until next time.